Welcome to the PT Student Center. I am your host, Dr. Sarah Falbo, and I'm a new grad DPT helping physical therapy students just like you get through school on their first try debt free. Oh, we're streaming live in the Facebook group. What's up, everybody? Hello. Wow. Hello. Welcome to the Student Physical Therapist Network group and Facebook. If you're on Facebook, if you're not, you guys are tuning into the podcast. Welcome to episode four of the PT Student Center. I'm Sarah Falbo, and these are our lovely guests today. You guys are going to have to start. I don't know the order. <laughs> Jordan, let's start with you. You can okay. say hi, introduce yourself, and we'll kind of go yeah. around the circle. Today is the restart roundtable. Where are they now? Welcome. Yeah. Um, I'm Jordan Enriquez. I am a PT in Texas. I currently practice in an outpatient orthopedic clinic. And yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. I will go go for it. There you go. (laughs) Okay. So I'm Drew Anderson. I um, am a pediatric physical therapist at an outpatient facility that um, co-treats with speech and um, OT. And I am in Houston, Texas. All right, and I am Paige. I am a orthopedic PT, currently practicing in outpatient ortho in Denver, Colorado. Wow, welcome everybody. Thank you guys for joining me. And if you guys are on the Facebook and you're watching, let me know, say hi, say where you're tuning in from and where you're at in your PT journey. Because last time all these ladies were on here, we just, I had to confirm, May 20th of 2020. That was over two years ago and we were all in class still and uh, we were in such different places. And to hear you all introduce yourselves just now and be like, hi, I'm so-and-so and and I'm orthopedic PT, pediatric. Like you guys are PTs now, which is so cool. Um, I'm super pumped to just hear kind of this transformation. So last episode, for those of you who don't know, um, was your guys' story about how you restarted PT school in one way or another. And I'd love to hear like a short version of that. So those who missed that episode can kind of see where you're coming from. And then we're going to move into kind of where you're at now and any tips you have for students who may be thinking of withdrawing or maybe in that process of restarting. So first question, we'll get to you first, Jordan, since we started with you earlier. Uh, Can we give a, a short version of what happened in PT school and what was that experience like restarting? Yeah. So I, my story is actually kind of different in the fact that I withdrew and restarted in between second year and third year. So I graduated from undergrad in 2017. I started PT school fall 2017, um, was pretty much, uh, struggling every semester and barely passing all my classes. And then, um, the second year, um, the summer of second year was right when it all caught up to me. And, um, I wasn't doing well in my classes uh, and a lot of like doubting of like, do I still wanna be a PT um, came through. And also I just don't think was studying right. And so uh, yeah, that resulted in me deciding to uh, withdraw, take a little bit of a break, a nine month hiatus and uh, go to therapy and reflect on like what I did wrong, what, and then um, coming back into uh, PT school, COVID kind of happened in between. So when I came back into PT school, I only had to do two classes. Um, the ones that I was struggling in, in the past, and then, um, it was hybrid. 
so that was also new to me too. And then, uh, yeah. And everything was more smooth sailing afterwards, uh, after I restarted, which was nice. And then, uh, yeah, I graduated August, 2021. And then I got, and then I passed the boards also around that time. And then I got my job in October. So in October, it'll be a year of me working as a full-time PT. Oh my God. Congratulations. Yeah, that's Yay. right. We're all giving you a round yeah. of applause for those of you who can't see our video. <laughs> that was cute. Um, I do want to reflect one more time with Jordane and then um, Paige, we can go over to you. So Jordane, I do know, and for all of you guys, yeah. that process of restarting, you can talk about it so easily now, maybe not so easily, but it's a lot easier to talk about now than it was two years ago or three years ago. And I know some students tuning in might've just heard that and be like, wow, she's so strong. She just like said that, like it was nothing. And they might be in that spot where they're restarting and they feel like the world is ending. Um, and I just want you guys to know if you're there, we're going to get to that and how to you know overcome that in a little bit, but also listen to the last episode that we all did because these ladies talk about it in a fresh, fresher light as well. And, um, give a lot, a lot of great tips, which we're also going to do today. But yeah. Anyway, thank you for sharing Jordan. I appreciate you. You casually said, yeah, like nine months later, after I was kicked out of PT school, uh, I did it again. You know, you withdrew. Sorry. Um, that's, that's intense. That's a lot. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Paige, let's do a brief, okay. brief story here. Um, so I withdrew at the end of my first semester at PT school. Um, so a little bit earlier, I was dealing with a lot of um, like grief and mental health um, stuff. So I like knew the information, but my test scores were real low. Um, so I really learned to talk to my professors and we decided on like just withdrawing um, before finals. Um, and then nine months later, I restarted, uh, which was terrifying. <laughs> um, so in that time, I really took some time to do therapy and uh, I worked multiple different jobs and it just kind of confirmed to me that PT is where I'm supposed to be. And that's why I went back. Um, and just like Jordan, it was a lot easier once I came back. I felt like I had a better and stronger why um, and better support system. That's awesome because- uh, it can be tough for people to even conceptualize that. So to hear you guys both say it was so much better coming back is really, really encouraging to a lot of people. Absolutely. Cool. All right, Drew, let's hear. All right. So I um, withdrew from PT school my after my first year. Um, I needed to retake one class coming back. So it was kind of like, you know, took nine months off and then had to just focus really on like one or two classes, I think that they had added to the curriculum when we came back. So um, I did that. Um, I will say coming back was very much high anxiety for me um, <laughs> it, it, on the different realm, just to give like all aspects of life. Um, I think for me, I was, and I spoke about this on the last episode of like, you know, not worrying about what other people say because they're not in charge of your grades. And so having to get past that was probably my biggest feat. Um, but once I did, you know, like, I think if you think about that at the beginning and get through that and whether that be through therapy or whatever, like 
to tackle that first is probably going to be your biggest feat. And the school stuff will come, right? Like once you get through all that mental stuff that you're going through, the school stuff is going to be so much easier. So um, yeah, I started um, and then continued, graduated in May of 2021. Um, and actually, you know, we will get to that, but just passed boards in August. So um, I'm practicing Woo! literally passports in August signed my contract in August, turned 31 in August. August was amazing for me. So all the things <laughs> happened in August. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I am. Okay. That was so exciting. I think, can we just continue with you, Drew, for a second? So yeah, that August was a lot. It's now September. So <laughs> um, what else happened in August and how has new grad life been for you? Like this journey of getting to new grad life? Oh, uh, you guys know I'm one of transparency. So, um, you know, I, Jordan, you didn't have to laugh so hard. Uh, <laughs> so um, August was actually, you know, a rough life relationally for me, um, but also the best life uh, professionally. And so I think like going through the worst and best season of my life was something that God kind of set up for me. Um, I'm very much God fearing. So excuse excuse me if you, that's not your belief but um you know I feel like uh new grad transition was has been amazing like I've only had two weeks of work so I mean obviously I'm just now getting into it but um I feel like the the season and the time and the way that things have happened have all been for a purpose so and especially like all the way back to you know restart and all of that like going through school, all those things happen for a purpose. And so as long as you keep those things in mind and like, don't try to beat yourself up of like, why is this happening to me? Just think about that long run. And it's, it's hard to think about it later. Like you were saying, like, we're talking about, oh yeah, it was only nine months. Like, you know, like during that time, we're like, nah, you want me to wait how long to get back in school? Like people had babies in that time. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's crazy. So, you know, um, looking back on it now and like being where I am now and like going through that long haul of just studying and studying for boards like I feel like in retrospect it was all worth it and um still still working through some things but you know like it was all worth it and everything happens for a reason so that is my motivation for through my mess of a life that's happening and all the things that have gone on I think that there's true like vision and testimony through things that happen to people. So I like to be that spokesperson for those things. Thank you for sharing because it's, it's needed. People need to hear this stuff. And I appreciate you being open to talk about this, all of you. Um, it's really, really cool. So congratulations. It's been two weeks of working already. I mean, yeah, a little, a little baby two weeks. I'm like, look, I'm like not even giving myself the credit, right? You're give, not. Give yourself the credit you deserve, everybody. Like, don't talk after me right now. Yes, I'm two weeks strong. I'm killing it. I love my babies. And also, like I was going in, I was like, I was supposed to treat them by myself. Like, <laughs> You're like where's my co-signer? <laughs> and granted, like during clinical, you treat by yourself, but you also have this person looking at your notes. I'm like, I submitted my first note and it took me like an hour and it shouldn't have, right? Like I was just like, am I doing it right? Is she going to check it? Like, it's just like, here we are. But you know, now I'm a boss. It's fine. There you go. Now you're a boss. Oh my God. I love this. Um, let's go reverse then. Let's go 
up to let's go Paige and then we'll go Jordan talking about kind of where you're at now how has new grad life been for you okay so I feel like new grad just kind of like was a whirlwind for me um I graduated in May of 2021 um and I took my boards the day before my graduation luckily passed um because I was accepted into an orthopedic uh physical therapy residency um so then I moved from Maine to Ohio um, to work at the VA for a year. And that was quite a learning experience. Um, I think the biggest thing I learned there was that it's okay to ask questions, especially as a new grad. Um, I still had a co-signer, but like they weren't dictating anything, which was super weird. Um, and now it's even, it's like another huge transition where I don't have a co-signer anymore and I'm not considered learning anymore I'm supposed to just do it all by myself um, but it's it's been a lot of fun <laughs> that's so cool and you casually moved okay okay you guys you should move from <laughs> Maine to Ohio to Colorado that, that's a lot of moving was that in one year two years um just over a year so I think there was like 14 months in between my moves across the country Okay. So that's a lot of life changes. Um, can we talk about yeah. this briefly? So <laughs> what helped you make all of those transitions? Like if there was something that you could help students out with right now, because a lot of people do that going into grad school too. Maybe they mm-hmm. like just moved from undergrad and graduated, you know, went through all that stuff and now, um, are doing it for grad school. And now you did it at the end of grad school. So yeah. What helped you through that? Yeah, so I didn't have to move for grad school, which was cool, um, but didn't really prep me for all this moving that I've done after. Um, So I think the biggest thing was just like being open to meeting new people and accepting new experiences. Um, I like if I had to do that for grad school, who I was as a person, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Um, I think my journey like through PT school and having to restart and go back. Uh, really helped me and prepared me for this. Just being adaptable and um, open to just about anything. Um, just been huge. That's awesome. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see how this goes. How long are you in Colorado now? TBD. To be determined. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who knows? Depends on how it goes. Exactly. <laughs> Look, I feel that. <laughs> okay. 14 months max. Yeah, exactly. 14 months <laughs> yeah. max. And then it's time to go. <laughs> Oh gosh, um, moving states is so expensive though. <laughs> it it can be, it can be very expensive. Oh, now Only I'm thinking about it. Back. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I almost went to Hawaii. So <gasps> this was cheaper. Oh, wow. Okay. That's awesome though. That's cool. You've yep. been able to move a lot though. Um, Jordan, what about you? How has new grad life been? Uh, new grad life was definitely interesting. Uh, I did have some guidance with, um, our clinic director, uh, my boss. Uh, so I was mentored for like a little bit and then that was really nice. And she's very open to like answering questions and things. Um, there's definitely things that I still don't know. And I low-key have to Google like what to do about X, Y, and Z like patient, but, um, and there's no shame in that because there, there's just things that they never give get a chance to cover in school. Um, and then it's nice too that I also have coworkers who are also kind of on the fresher side of 
PT, like, so um, at my work, there's like seven of us therapists. So uh, not only are there like PTs who have been in it for like 10 years running, there's also PTs who are like new one, two years out of PT school. So I have like that mix of like guidance from both ends of the spectrum, which was really helpful. And then um, it was just like career and like managing like relationships and stuff like that. Um, was very interesting for me. I kind of went back to therapy again, just because I wasn't really sure how to handle it all. Um, and then I was also going through some like relational things, but then uh, it got better. And there was also, I think a time of like discontentment with where I was as like a new grad therapist. I wouldn't say it's like imposter syndrome. I, and like, I never, I will say right now, like, I don't think I've had a burnout experience yet, which is thank God, like amazing but I will say that like um the job where I'm at now wasn't the ideal job that I had in mind or like the goals and dreams that I had uh in PT school I was thinking I was going to get a job in the certain area of Houston and then um that didn't work out for me um I think I missed like the window of opportunity and so then I was like comparing my job with like other people's jobs and like especially like on Instagram where everybody's saying like oh I got my dream job as as this therapist and like in this area and like I'm getting this much money and like um well pay transparency is like a really good thing and like learning like how much everybody's getting paid I knew from the get-go when taking the job that I knew I wasn't going to be paid the best but I think there's a opportunity and like in that to like share my story and be like it's okay like because the why and seeing um patients getting better is such a fulfilling like rewarding experience. And so that kind of keeps me going um, in this job. And then um, now that I'm like used to it and I've been in this job for a while, almost a year, uh, I've definitely become like more grateful about my job and like look at more of the positives of my job. And then that's just only shaping me, like it's a start. And like, I know that there's like something better down the road for me. So just knowing that like where I am and like where I could go um, is definitely something that is good as like a new grad to just kind of like reflect and then like you might have to shift like your timeline of like where you want to be as a PT um and then I did have an encounter with one of my professors in the gym which was weird like but um I was just telling them like oh this is where I'm at but I don't know what I want to do next like I don't know what's the next step for me as far as being PT goes and they're like yeah no and that's the great thing about PT school right is like we come out as generalists so like, I can say that I am an outpatient PT now, but like, perhaps I might want to do acute care down the road. So, um, and then that's something that, you know, you just have to dip your toes in the water for. And uh, like, I, I feel like right now my career is very much fluid as a PT. So um, we'll just see where God takes me and where that door opens. But yeah, lots of transitions and changes, but that's okay. That's amazing. It is a lot as a new grad. And also like for those of you who are not new grads yet, also wherever you're at right now is may feel like a lot of transitions in general. And that's kind of the point of this whole episode is how to overcome those transitions, whatever they might be. For some people, it might be deciding to withdraw and restart school, especially during the pandemic and quote unquote post pandemic or whatever the heck time is you want to call this now. Um, we've been, I have, and you guys have also been hearing more of students like having to withdraw from PT school, whether it's due to medical concerns or family or grades or whatever it might be. Um, 
it's a hard decision. So uh, some people are afraid of that time off in between. So I have a question for you, ladies. This just came to me. I did not prepare you for this, but what was your most memorable part of your time off of school? And uh, yeah, that's it. What was your most memorable time? Because that's a lot of time to sit and think and learn and rerun like what happened? How am I doing this differently? All of that through your head and then to go back. So whoever wants to start. My time off was very productive. Uh, the most memorable thing, honestly, is I went to New York while I was gone. <laughs> like um, my cousin was getting married and I haven't been to New York in a while. Um, I was actually born in New York. So I was able to go and like see where I was born, like the home that I was raised in and like all that. Um, so that was really insightful. Um, so I think it's okay to like take a break and like not do something like PT related and like make your, make the most of the time that you have before you go back into school. So yeah, that was like the most memorable for me, but I will say that during my time off, not only did I do therapy, I also did like observations at a local clinic just to kind of like, again, dip my toes into the water and kind of see, uh, like, is this what I want to get into? Like, do I still want to do this? And like, um, just kind of also getting the perspectives of other therapists who were practicing and yeah. And then also just kind of reassessing like what went wrong and then also talking to the professors again and like having that meeting too, and just discussing the next steps is also really insightful. And then also just sharing my story about restarting it was something that wasn't really talked about. I feel like it was very taboo before. And now that more people are doing in like having this platform to talk about it. I think it's definitely become more common. It's not normal, but it's definitely more common. So. Yeah. At least more talked about. And yeah. that's really the point of all of this too, because it's not comfortable. I appreciate you ladies talking about it every time you do, because for you guys who don't know, they all were on the podcast individually. And then the restart round table, number one, and now restart round table, number two. And um, it's only because you guys are so inspiring. And someone commented, she said, whew, it's the resilience for me. You guys are so resilient. She said, phew, <laughs> in like the little asterisks. <laughs> um, so you guys are so resilient. And that's why um, I enjoy talking to you ladies. And I appreciate you coming on like this. So, okay, Drew, go for it. I will go next. So, I mean, my most memorable part of my time off was that I planned my wedding. Um, so that was fun, right? Like I like planned my whole wedding and we had all the amazing wedding and all the things. That's great. So yeah, that was a part of my memorable part during my time off, but also, you know, that relationship is a part of my transition in the new grad life. So, you know, things happen, life happens. Um, but that was a memorable. Um, another thing I did during my time off was, uh, I worked at a clinic, uh, private practice. So that was, enlightening to say the least I think I really saw like what it takes to run your own clinic which is a lot and so that's something like people are always like oh now that you're practicing are you gonna have your own practice like not anytime soon like I want to throw up just thinking about it because no like no and like she was writing her own books like she had people but like you know like being a person you know you know some type A type people, they kind of try, try to take control of all the things, even if they're outsourcing. So that stuff. And I feel like I would probably be that person. So you got to know your strengths. You got to know your weaknesses. That's not my life. But yeah, um, that was what I did in my time off and what I enjoyed. Look, that's amazing. You and me both new grad transitions. Look, it's all good. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Paige, you're next. <laughs> We're just going to slide past that. Okay, so I think the most, me- I had like two parts that were like memorable in my nine months off. The first was I was working three different jobs. So the end of first semester was like the start of the holiday season. So I actually started working at like UPS in package handling, super random. Um, but I was also working as a nanny and in a PT office as a tech. So I feel like that kind of put things into perspective for me because there were days that I did all three. Um, and I really had to learn like time management. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, wait. So how many hours a week were you doing all of this work? What? Yes. Let's hear just what that, what was that that Uh, like? Not entirely sure anymore. Um, when I was nannying, it was 10 hour days. So that was up to four times a week. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was package handling at UPS, I would start at 3am and finish at like six to 10 o'clock in the morning, depending on if I was nannying. Um, and then working as a tech was just kind of PRN, uh, cause I'd worked there in undergrad. It was a lot. a lot of work. Yeah. But that was like my coping mechanism of like all of my anxiety and, um, not knowing how to talk about what I was going through because no one else was going through it. So I've since kind of dropped that, which is good because otherwise I'd burn out every day. <laughs> um, and then the other memorable part of my time off was when my director of my program emailed me asking if I was coming back. Um, cause it was probably three months earlier than I anticipated. And I kind of sent me into a little anxiety attack. Um, cause I wasn't, I didn't feel like I had any idea what I was doing and if I could go back. Um, but I talked to the director and, um, my professor, that was my advisor pretty extensively. And I was like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of taking me back. Yeah. That's awesome though. Again, the resilience, you guys, all of you so resilient. This is, it's not easy. So cool. Thank you, Paige. Jordan, what you got? I will say that like working now as a therapist, I'm like, I have had comments from patients saying they thought I had years of experience under my belt. And like, um, I have students, um, pre-PT students who come and observe us at our clinic and they like talk to me and I like give them the straight up and like the reality of what it is. And like, sometimes I'll like be open and be like, yeah, I took a break from this time to this time in PT school. And it's so funny because they don't realize that you took a break from PT school and came back into it um, just based on like how you're working and like the things that you do with your patients. So I will say that like, yes, I restarted, but honestly, like that's just part of the journey. And then you're, you still come out as a therapist. So you can honestly treat a patient and go through the whole therapy process and them not realize that you restarted PT school. So like, even if you restart PT school, like it doesn't define you are as a therapist you're still a therapist and then like the th- same thing with like when you're looking for jobs they're not going to look at your grades they're just going to see that you passed the board exam and then you know you're a therapist so I don't necessarily think that restarting is going to affect like your future as far as like finding jobs no it just feels like it <laughs> it just feels yeah. really intense and it's cool that you said that too because that's about those who have restarted but also those who maybe didn't pass their board exam the first time because it feels very similar right it feels it's delaying things right <laughs> drew go ahead take it away <laughs> that face you guys get listening as, to if, see that, but that as if you thought as if you thought like restarting pt school was enough right like you're like okay this is enough like i went through enough i learned so much Whew. when you don't pass that exam 
I so again, transparency. It's my word of the day. Um, I took my board exam four times and I passed on my fourth time in August. So <clears throat> that thing was exhausting. Like by time three, end of time two, because like the first time I think I just was like, yeah, let me just read this therapy ed book and make it work, right? Like without any program help. And then I was like, okay, I didn't do that right. Great, fantastic. And then so you go to time two and you're like, yeah, okay, I'm going to use this and do this. And you think you're doing all these things right. And you're like, okay, again, I'm studying some more. And you know, like you're telling people what you're doing in your life. Like you're an adult. So people ask you what you do and that causes anxiety. And you're like, I'm studying. They're like, you're still studying? And I'm like, dang, you ain't got to act like that. <laughs> yes, I told you what I'm doing. <laughs> They're like, what is this test? How hard is this test? And I'm like, you know, but I think everything, again, happens in the time that it needs to happen and prepares you for the season that you step into. And I don't think I would be as confident in my practicing as I would have been taking it that or passing it the first time. And so I'm grateful for whatever that season taught me. I know it taught me lots and lots of things. Um, but like, yeah, it don't be again, deterred if like, okay, I finally got through PT school and then now I can't pass this dang test. Like, you know, like, cause that can easily be like, I want to give up. It's not meant for me. It's fine. But like, it's definitely, I am a living testament that it is meant for you. What is for you is freaking for you. And as long as you keep fighting, like God is in the background doing his work. So, you know, like all those things, right? Like whatever you believe in. Again, the universe will align in whatever capacity that you need. And you can't compare yourself to other people and when they pass, because that is going to eat you alive. So yeah, all those things. Like some people might go through the restart and then pass the first time and be great, but don't like beat yourself up or tear yourself down if that's not your story. Mm, I just want to snap all the time. Uh, I just want to say we got Dr. Kyle Rice on here saying my people preach it, Drew. (laughs) Yo, Uh, I attribute my passing all to Kyle Rice. Oh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yo, for real. It works. It works for all the doubters and naysayers. It works. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was awesome, Kyle. You came in at the perfect time. Thanks for hopping on. <laughs> we just needed you in those five seconds right there. <laughs> Feel free to stay on though. That was Amen. awesome. <laughs> Thank you. He has some crying emojis now. He's laughing. Okay. Um, anyway, that was amazing. And um the point is transitions, right? Like figuring out, okay, how do I transition? Cause for a lot of you listening, you might not have taken the board exam yet. And you don't really understand what just, what Drew just said, because you have to wait three months between every time you take it and you can't take it more than three times in a year. So when she says she took it four times, it took her a year and maybe three months, maybe a little more if she didn't take them all consecutively. I took them all consecutively. Couple yeah. So yeah, after the third time you have to wait six months. Yep. So, right. And I didn't even know that until the third time. Like I was like, okay, I'm going to go again. Let's go. And they were like, you got to wait. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Nobody knows. Why would, why would you know that? 
going into it. You know what I mean? Like nobody would know that going into it unless they heard from somebody else. And honestly, I never heard that from anybody else. So I only know now, (laughs) but like, that's, that's insane. And I'm so proud of you because the point is all of you, like your patients don't know, they don't care. Even if they knew they'd be like, wow, she still helped me better than that other person. (laughs) Like (laughs) that's the, okay. Let me step down for a second. I love that. Um, so for all of the students who might be in a position right now where they're thinking about withdrawing, how do you know when you should, or if you should withdraw? Like, what are some questions that helped you guys through that process? Um, when you were going through it, we'll go Jordan. Okay. I would consider where you are as far as, well, if it's a grades issue, I would say, um, consider where you are in your grades. Like if they're, if you're at the point where any quit, like even if you ace all the rest of your quizzes and everything like that, if you're still going to be on the brink of not passing and you know, the probability of you passing that class is unlikely. It's better to withdraw than continue the term and then end up failing it. Cause then that grade is stuck with your transcript forever. So, um, better to withdraw and then leave your class as like incomplete. And then, you know, um, retake it. Cause then, um, for me, I was able to do that and then, uh, withdraw from two of my classes and then continue on with the other easier classes. And then, um, so that way, when I restarted, uh, you can basically, you know, just retake it. And then, you know, you just have that one grade of the second time around, which is nice. Um, the other thing also, uh, and it might be different for Paige, Um, but if it's also in your first year, uh, you can always just restart just the whole entire semester like um and I know for my friends um some of them like audited classes as well so even though they did really well they still joined in the uh new class and then uh, they would audit the class but they didn't necessarily have to worry about taking tests and things like that so it's something to discuss as far as with professors and with the director of the program um what your options are and to also propose like different solutions that best fit your needs. Um, so that's my take on the grades perspective. From a mental health perspective, I feel like if you are physio- physiologically having like uh, symptoms of like anxiety, like suppressed appetite, or like um, having like mental breakdowns and like crying and things like that, like, and that's distracting you from like studying and other things and focusing on PT school, then that's also the time to consider like, hey, maybe withdrawing is the best. Um, and then like talking to like counselors and therapists about it too. Yeah. And it's different for every program too. I want to say, you know, when these ladies are talking, they're talking about for the program experience, because every program has different options for you. If you are in that position and some programs allow you to do what Jordan did and some programs don't. Um, but it is important to ask those kinds of questions when you're considering withdrawing. And, um, so that was good that you brought that up. Thank you. Um, Paige, what about you? Okay. I just wanted to comment on Jordan said, um, cause I did leave my first semester and it wasn't an option just to drop the class. I was not passing. Um, so I had the choice to either completely withdraw or finish out and then have that on my transcript forever. And I decided like withdrawing was going to be best for me. Um, so some like questions I was asking myself was like, so my program, we can only have three C's in three years. 
Um, and I was looking at, I think, two that first semester. So I looked at that and I knew what I had, like what the expectation was. And I was like, is it worth it for me to continue pushing through with the C's and just like really struggle later on? Or should I just redo this all over again? Um, so that was a really good question for me to think about. Um, and then also just thinking, why did you start in the first place? And what are you, what's your goal in the long run? Um, and like just marinating on those questions. Uh, I think those were just ready through my head though. Nine months I was off too. So it's not an easy question to answer um, and don't feel that you have to have the answers. Just do what's best for you, kind of where I'd be recommending. Yeah. And it's tough too, depending on your advisor and like the faculty mm -hmm. talking you through this kind of stuff, because of course the faculty want to have the highest pass rate possible. Right. And so if you're mm -hmm. withdrawing, um, and restarting, maybe that is better for their pass rate, because if you take time off to like really work through whatever you need to work through and come back, um, that's better for you and for the program. So um, just know the professors and their faculty, you know, it's, there's some bias when you're talking to them. Um, and so that's why it's important to like hear it from people who have gone through this because maybe there's other things you should be thinking about. Um, so thank you, Paige, appreciate that. Drew, what do you got? Um, I would piggyback off of what Jordane said as well. Um, I was allowed to withdraw from that one class and then finish my classes out. So when I came back, I didn't have to take those classes again. However, I did audit anatomy, which was like amazing because it was a refresher. And um, we did still take the test, but I mean, it was just to see like, and I, I took, I got higher grades or compared it at least to like how I was before. And I'm like, huh, this is a motivation, you know? Um, but yeah, definitely it was nice to be able to audit and have that opportunity because anatomy is a beast in itself so forgetting that stuff would be like death <laughs> but um yeah so that was something I did and then also I think just our program was new so we were the first cohort so like our program director had worked somewhere else so like he kind of could piggyback off of what they did there but um I think that if you're in a new program make sure you have those questions to ask because if they're operating under a new ideology or whatever like you don't know they or they don't know what questions to ask or what they could do for you so they might just be like mm, you have to withdraw okay bye and like you could be like hey but I heard that this happened so that's why I think that this platform is super important for like educating people on what they can do um if anybody's listening and knows somebody who's going through this but you're personally not like feel free to share this please because people don't know like unless you go through it like I feel like me sitting down with my program director, who was also my advisor, like, and being like, I'm not passing. Like I was going into that meeting, like he's going to tell me he's never going to see me again. <laughs> and Like, it was just like, here we are, you know? And he's like, okay, these are our options. And this is what we could do. And I'm like, wow, there's an opportunity somewhere. So knowing the options and like presenting them to your school, um, if they don't have it already is pivotal to you per, pursuing the career path that you chose. So, yeah, absolutely. And there are different scenarios too, for students, um, who maybe they didn't withdraw. Maybe they were forced to, um, get out of the program and then have to go through an appeal process. That's a totally different thing. Um, I do want to say that I had 
some classmates go through that process and that's no fun and that's tough. And so um, there's withdrawing and there's not really having an option and you go through the semester and it doesn't work out the way that you thought it would. And then there's not really continuing at that point. You have to go through an appeal process to start all over again. So that is different than what we're talking about today. I do want to clarify for people listening, there's withdrawing and then there's not having that option. Um, and then there's also academic probation, which I was on academic probation first semester, well, second semester, which really doesn't mean anything except your professors are watching you. Uh, and if you don't bring your grades up, then you really need to think about withdrawing or uh, having to restart. So those are like the different you know, options and things and verbiage that you guys may not really hear much about, but um, just so you guys are aware of it. So for the students who um, are about to go back in, this is my final question for you guys. For the students who are about to go back in, maybe they withdrew during the pandemic. Maybe they said, hey, this isn't what I signed up for. Peace. I'm not doing PT school online. Or maybe they said, hey, I have COVID. My family has COVID. This is too much. I need to do this at another time. This isn't it for me. Whatever it may be, there's a lot of students restarting now. So what would you say to the students who are headed back in? now mm, let's go yeah drew go for it so um I, again i say like don't compare yourself to the people around you um i think that that's super important for you and your success um also i just feel like if you have notes from your classes before don't throw them away like use those as like the groundbreaking stuff and build on them and um, I think that that was something like for anatomy, like I was, I looked at my notes the first time and I was, and I took it for the audit and I was like, wow, my first time they were trash. And this time they're gonna be so much better. And now I can share them with people and they're actually gonna be worth something. Um, so yeah, I think build on your notes. Don't think that just because you did terrible your first time or whatever, whatever class it is, like that you just sucked. Like there's, there's something in there that you're at least looking at again and that you can build and grow from, so. Um, yeah, comparison and make sure that you're using the things that you already have. Love that. Thank you, Drew. All right, Jordane, what you got? Um, yeah, so for me, I think what really helped me in restarting um, was finding that support system or at least like a group of people that you can go to um, because you don't realize, but you're leaving your old class behind, like all those people and they're going to be like ahead of you. And so now you kind of have to restart start not only like the program but also making new friends and so for me like I knew some of the people from the class below me that's now my class um but uh sometimes you get along with them as times they're not necessarily conducive to studying so just knowing that difference and finding those people who can be your lab partner and you can actually like feed off of each other when it comes to studying and doing like those practical experiences um is really important and the other thing is establishing routines like for me um like god is like a really big um, priority for my life and so having that quiet time with him at some part during the day preferably the morning for me is like something that i didn't really have established in pt school so then when i restarted i kind of had that groundwork for me and then that this routine is step or like a morning routine established so it at least had my head on my shoulders for that and it put me in like a better spot um so just making sure that you have your routine set. So then that way you have something to go to and like uh, it's not so chaotic and you have a little bit of organization in your life because PT school is already hard enough as is. So you might as well prepare, put yourself um, 
in the best position by establishing all the other habits that you have and you want to maintain while you're in PT school. Yeah, so establishing routines um, prior to restarting and then also finding those support people. And I, it, for me, it was easy to find friends because I'm an extrovert. So as an introvert, like you really have to be willing to put yourself out there and take the initiative to um, talk to your new classmates. Yeah, that's a huge thing. And I appreciate you saying, like talking about taking time for yourself and whatever that may look like for your own mental health. Like a lot of the times when people withdraw and are about to head back in, that's the biggest barrier is your own mind and figuring out how you can like get through this next chapter, you know, in the best way possible for you. So yes, thank you. And Paige, what do you got here? Okay. I'm going to piggyback off of Jordan again. Um, definitely prioritizing yourself over your studies is going to be super important. Um, my first time through, I was just surviving and it didn't work out for me. Whereas the second time through, I focused on like nutrition and hydrating myself and sleep was a huge one, um, as well as just like staying active um, rather than studying for hours on end. Um, and then another one is acknowledge what you already know from what you completed. Um, going back, it can be hard if you knew the class before you or if it's completely new people, um, they don't know that you've restarted and it's your choice to, whether you tell them or not, um, but they can value you what you know, and it helps you learn as well. Uh, that was super beneficial when I finally decided to admit what I had gone through um, and I had a stronger study group for it. And that's a great point too. Like, oh, I, know, I remember we talked about that last episode. When do you tell your classmates? Do you tell your classmates? Do you have to? No, there's, go back, listen to the other episode guys. Cause that was gold. Today was gold too. You need to listen to both. Okay. Um, and Kyle Rice is in here. He said, what's good fam. Y'all are rock stars. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Kyle. So um, thank you all for sharing today. I know that it's not easy. I appreciate you all so, so much. Um, for those students who want to connect with you, where can they connect with you? Uh, what would be easiest? And if you have any last words, feel free to say it now as well. Jordan, go for it. Yeah. Um, some final remarks. I will say that, uh, just because we had these like restart re experiences, um, it doesn't reflect how poor our program is or like it uh, shouldn't be taken into consideration when choosing a PT school. Like, oh, I'm gonna choose this program because, oh, they're so adaptive to people who are withdrawing or starting. Um, I think like the experience is gonna happen anywhere and whatever program you choose. So, um, and it's not necessarily a diss to the program of like restarting. It may seem like a negative, but um, your uh, program is not uh, like compliant or like understanding of the situation that you're going through. And then that maybe is a, something to consider like as far as like leaving or like, you know, choosing somewhere else. But anyways, um, so those are my final remarks. As far as like following me, um, I'm pretty much Jordan Enriquez on mostly everything. Um, I'm most active semi-active on Instagram um, at Jordan Enriquez where I share like just my life as a new grad PT and like the traveling and that I do on the side. Um, and then I also have a blog, um, which is the same jordanenriquez.com. Uh, so you can read up on that. And that's where I have my posts still on like my restarting journey. Um, hopefully we can get back into writing new articles, helping out like uh, new grad PTs and like uh, pre-PTs and SPTs in the making. Um, but yeah. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Jordan. I appreciate you. I know people are going to be reaching out with questions. Guys, go reach out to her on Instagram uh, and go read the blogs. The blogs are really good. Um, Paige, where can people connect with you? All right. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram and I've just, my handle's been changed to dr.pagerainford. Um, <laughs> and so I wasn't super active last year while I was in residency, but now I've decided I needed a little something more. And with all the changes that I've had in my life um, through PT school and moving across the country twice, um, I'm focusing on like putting out content on like building habits and keeping them strong uh, so that it's something that you can fall back on. So you can find me on Instagram. Oh, love that. You guys go message page if you have any questions at all, especially on moving. <laughs> I know a lot of you are going to be moving too. Look, it happens. It's part of life. Um, Drew, what about you? Um, my nugget is uh, literally one phrase. You can do it. Um, just like remember that you can do it. It's just my motivation for you. Like if you write that on your mirror, wherever you write it, just like motivate yourself. Like words of affirmation is definitely what's gotten me through this last year. So just know that you could do it. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the curly DPT. Um, and yeah, that's relatively where I'm at. Uh, Instagram more than Twitter, but I'm trying to be better because the PT community is live on Twitter. Um, I'm sorry, I think I misspoke. I'm more active on Instagram, but yes, trying to get more active on Twitter um, because yeah, the support on Twitter is actually insane. And there's a lot of people there. <laughs> there are, it's crazy. Yeah. The seasoned PTs will retweet your stuff. They will comment on all your things and make you feel like a rock star. Like you'll be like, wow, you know me? Little old me. Literally. <laughs> I feel like great. I feel like I'm missing out on PT Twitter. I will say, because I my coworker is a lot more active on PT Twitter than I am. And I'm like, he's telling me all these like new things. I'm like, what? Like that's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. It's a whole new world. You guys go check them all out in all the places. Thank you all for hopping on here. I see we got Divi on here giving Drew some love. She says she wants to be you when you grow up, when she grows up. <laughs> Kyle, thank you for coming on. Lex and Juan and everybody in here. Thank you for coming on live. Uh, and for those of you listening to the podcast, I don't know why you didn't come in to see their beautiful faces today, but come on in. Student Physical Therapist Network group on Facebook. And thank you guys. We will have to do a part three at some point, five years out. Where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> thank you thanks for having so, us Sarah. so much <laughs> thank you awesome have a good rest of your day guys thank you sarah thank have you. a good one thank you Thanks for tuning in to the PT Student Center. If you could leave a review, it would mean the world to me. It helps spread the word about the podcast so more people can actually get on their way to getting through PT school on their first try debt-free. If you want to know more about the PT Student Center, go and check us out at ptstudentcenter.com and on the socials at PT Student Center.